0: Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Full Circle. I am your host, Lika, and I am here to help you enjoy the moment as we dive deep into spirituality, business, leadership, and all things in between. I am so happy to have you back on this podcast, my loves. We are talking all things personal development and also random stories filled with life lessons. Remember that if you want to dive deeper into this work, I have online programs and private coaching available on my website. Check LikaHolyHolistic.com. I hope you enjoy your episode.
1: Hello, welcome back to a beautiful episode. Today, let's dive into my favorite subject of all time, sex and God, okay, finding spirituality, inner sexuality, experiencing the potency of sexuality, going beyond uh, the limitation of society, religion, porn, or even basic neo-tantra teachings, and I don't want you to take my words for it, I want this to be an invitation to truly explore your orgasmic sexual potential whether you're in a female body or in a male body doesn't matter i want you to see your sexuality maybe in a new way especially if you find you know sex is cool sex is pleasurable but what is the connection between sex and the divine what is the connection between spirituality god and you know, this profane, profane, dirty kind of world. I just want to be an invitation into what I personally experience, into my way of seeing things, but not for you to have and adopt the same belief system or the same experience, but to really have your own. I think that is something that is worth mentioning, that this is an invitation into your own exploration. Also, uh, I've been not so present in the podcast. I've also been removing myself from social media. And for now, it feels extremely good. I would probably go back at some point. But I'm practicing semen retention with my knowledge. (laughs) As we're in the topic of sex, I don't know if you heard about this practice. It's a very powerful practice for men to keep that life force energy within their bodies instead of just spreading it and ejaculating. And that's what I'm practicing. But I felt really inspired to also record this. So that's me spreading my seeds of wisdom onto you. So (laughs) I hope you receive it with pleasure and joy and curiosity and innocence. I think that's where I want to start this episode is inviting you into innocence, erotic innocence. So when people refer to erotic thing, we refer to the eros. The eros is our life force energy. Usually erotic also means that everything that is connected to pleasure, to sexuality, to all of this realm. But at the core of it, the eros is that life force energy from... Yes, the act of creation that is usually, you know, happening when we create a baby. So when we come in divine union between a yoni and a lingam, a pissy and a cosmic cock. So inviting you into your innocence, we were not born with limitations around our sexuality or our bodies or our experience of the divine either. And I love to bridge the gap between God, sex and love because that's areas where I personally felt so limited and constricted by external source. But inside of me lived this innocence that I want to stand behind and be a voice for. I love this innocence within me and I love to experience life through that innocence. Innocence doesn't mean being naive. It means being pure. So pure, not as in I'm perfect and I'm pure and I'm an angel. But pure as in there is no limitation. There is no darkness. There is no dirt associated. It's a bright, normal thing. And there is so much purity in sexuality. And it breaks my heart to see that everywhere I look, sexuality is seen as this profane thing profane i don't know how you pronounce that but it's it's seen as this dirty thing this shameful thing this weird thing that intrigues us that obsesses us that is so distorted and everywhere i look i see distortion of something that to me in my experience is so divine and when i talk about sex here i'm not referring to penis and vagina sex i'm not referring in you know a moment of connection between two bodies i'm talking first about sexuality and sex as a energetical and spiritual thing more about this um life force energy that moves through you that is the energy of creation it's an energy that is first found within and when you access all of that within yourself, then you get to meet another being and share that energy, but sex in this episode, and in how I refer to sex, is never about a sexual encounter, it's never about genital friction, Um, it's never about, you know, porn, what we see in porn, basically, and, you know, the fact that, what I believe is one of the most sacred thing has been so shamed, kept under, you know, closed doors, hidden. I think is also for a reason, um, because it it gives us access to our ultimate power. That's why I love to work with sacred sexuality, with centrality, with spirituality and bridging all of that bringing that into business and how we lead bringing that into literally everything because everything is everything and because when we understand you know the energy that is at the core of our very own existence I feel like we become master of the self master of the mind master of the body because we have this intimate Relationship that happens within us with our sexuality with God and we get to experience this very pleasurable orgasmic life and it's great and it's amazing and this knowledge and this wisdom needs to be protected so I will share a lot in this podcast but a lot of the true teachings must be found within you I cannot tell you how to relate to that. I can share my own experience. I can share some of the wisdom that I have learned throughout the years. Exploring ancient teachings of Tantra and many other teachings. And mostly my own experience. Connecting with my yoni. Connecting with what I know. What I've always knew. But I kind of lost. You know, taking on beliefs and opinions of others. Instead of listening to how I want to relate to it. And for me, honestly, thinking about sex as this thing of like, oh, you're just going to have sex with someone, even in relationships, even with so much love. And sex is great. Sex is so pleasurable. And sometimes I love to be in the more, you know, mundane kind of sex. Sometimes it's great to have a quickie, a quick orgasm, you know. And sometimes it's nice to just be human. And that is part of the whole spectrum. But there is... A sacred sexuality that is beyond the limitations of our fears, our judgments, and the shame that we have been programmed and conditioned um, to believe. You know, every beliefs from either the extreme religion and completely forgetting about the feminine wisdom in our society because of this patriarchal society that we live in, or even pornography where it's, it's just focused on, on those body parts and there's, there's nothing sacred about it. So that's an invitation for you to explore that, to explore that innocence. Remember when you were a child, a baby, and that's probably also when the first moments of judgments or shame came up to the surface, which just the parents saying, hey, don't touch yourself here in public. Because as a baby, as a very small child, you're touching your body parts equally. You're touching your elbow, your arm, your head, your toes and your genitals in the very same way. Because you don't have all this conditioning about your body, about your sexuality, about what's good and what's bad. You're just in that curious innocence. So I want to invite you into that curious innocence to first rediscover your body re-own your body because even if we feel in you know confident in our bodies or which is mostly not the case I've held so many women circles where even the most gorgeous what I believed were the most gorgeous women they were so you know trapped in self-doubt and you know body image shame and stuff like this Um, but even if you do feel confident most sometimes we don't feel that sense of ownership like my body is mine my body is for me to experience my own experience of life and my divinity because my soul lives in this beautiful temple this vessel that carries me through life and that in itself is very powerful And that's why people don't get it when I suggest practices such as yoni puja or painting your yoni or touching your yoni, looking at your yoni, because we have been using that part of our body for pleasure, sure, but a very limited kind of pleasure. And most of us, especially women, but men too, actually both genders, and it's beyond genders, obviously, but we feel this, okay? We feel like we really love sex. Like, like not a lot of people hate sex except, you have know, after abuse or some people are even asexual. They don't really feel any sexual energy. That's fine. They find their life force energy into something else. That's something I want to mention too is that notion of not denying sexuality and we don't have to glorify it either. You're on this podcast. I love sexuality. That's kind of my, one of my domain of expertise. So that's what I'm going to be about talking about. But it's not to glorify it. Sexuality is not the only access to the divine. The divine is everything and everywhere. You can find it in prayer and you can pray in, in your sexuality and bring that aspect of divinity and sexuality together. And you can also bring it to your business. You can bring it to the way you relate to others and the way you work. You know, into the way you fuck, into the way you eat, into everything. But let's not glorify it. But to come back to what I was saying, when you know you have that practice, and and yeah, no, what I was saying is that um, most people have this sense of sex is great, it's pleasurable, we love it, but somehow it doesn't feel a hundred percent fulfilling. Or it's not that we don't feel fulfillment out of it. It's just that we feel. That there is more to it. So we are like. Oh my god. I'm having the best sex with my husband. Like literally the best sex. So good. And I had great sex the whole week. But I know there is more. I know. I, I know it's possible for more. We are left a little bit hungry for more. And. Then we do some practices like yoni puja, for example. Yoni puja is um, reverence to the yoni, so it's watching at your vulva into the mirror in a very sacred, intentional way. And it can sounds weird for the non-initiated, for sure. You're just standing there in your room, opening your legs to a mirror and gazing straight at your vulva. That's not something you were taught in school. That's not something you hear very often. I hear it all the time. Because I'm part of this. But then I talk to my best friend. Which is not connected to that at all. And she's like. You're just living in your bubble. You feel like everyone knows what you know. But no. like People don't have all the practices you have. So I'm giving it to you. um, You know. Hoping that it will serve you. And it will um, help you. And It's just that reverence to the feminine qualities. There's like all the things that can happen when you gaze at the portal of creation that lies between your legs. This portal that you showed to so many people but yourself. You know, for me at least. I'm just talking about my own personal experience. Like the number of times that I've, you know, exposed, showed, offered my yoni, my sacred temple. That's actually what it means in Sanskrit, sacred temple. Um to partners sexual partners and i they got to look at it they got to see her beauty but I never now I think I you know I I've, I've done enough yoni puja <laughs> to to have seen it more than partners have seen it but it's crazy we're so disconnected from it 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 just drives me crazy but anyway you do this and that is that reconnection with your body with your genitals you start to relate with it in a whole new way and people don't understand and they want the keys and they want to understand everything and I'm just like do the practice the practice is the teacher I am not the teacher the practice the experience of it and that's why tantra is based like the the tantric teachings have always been based on experience because it's not something you're gonna hear from a guru from a book from something you cannot understand it with your mind it's beyond comprehension just like sex or god it's beyond our comprehension it's beyond the mind it's a felt experience so you you get to have that felt experience uh any of those practices that I share with you in this podcast. And sometimes I talk more about mindset, reprogramming and stuff. And sometimes I dive deeper into those holy subjects. But it's also something that needs protection. You know, not everyone can understand that. And I get very frustrated when I'm, you know, out in society, in the world, and people are making sex jokes. And Don't get me wrong. Like, I love a good joke. I actually like love to laugh all the time and with my, you know, close friend that have like somehow a conscious um, sexuality approach, like they have done the work around their sexuality and they're, you know, they're aware of some stuff, like we make sex jokes all the time, but then I'm talking about, you know, some people close to my parents or I go out with like old friend or, you know, that are not connected to this work at all. Um, And they're making sex jokes and I get so uncomfortable. Not because we're talking about sex. I could talk about sex all day fucking long. Um, But because of the way they view sex, it just gives me the ick. It's like that's like old school sex for me. It's like, no, that's like, that's nice sometimes to do it very unconsciously. But wow, when you access, you know, deeper ways of love making with yourself, with the world, with another, with others, it doesn't matter which form it actually takes, because it's, it's an intimate connection first. It's your own experience of that life force energy moving through your system. It's not genital focus, even though your pleasure lies in your genitals. And it's great to connect with your genitals to have that approach of reclaiming your body back you know taking that power back into your own hands you know your body better you know your pleasure better you can love yourself better than anybody could and this whole science um you know doctors and stuff that make you feel like they have the wisdom of your body and that you don't know shit well it's time to be like hey i actually know my body communicates to me all the time the yoni the lingam um, but the whole body in general, it's not its not just the genitals that are communicating with us constantly. If we just take the time to listen and to feel strong in that self-trust that we know better and that we can be helped, supported, guided, but at the end of the day, no one knows your body the way you do. You're the one inhabiting. Inhabitating, like living in your body you're the one living in your flesh so yeah that's that being said going back to the erotic innocence and just like let's think about innocence it's bringing the purity back to normalize what has always been normal and sacred and to bring the holiness and the sacredness back into this conversation and actually when you do that with sexuality you can do that with everything else in your life you know i feel we are so traumatized in our western society by the imprints that um religious dogma had on us not the religions per se but the way they have been manipulated to control to oppress to yeah to to you know to not to disconnect us also from the sacred you know like religions have like dogmatic religion not religion religion are just you know to believe in something bigger than us and at the core of most religion is the same teachings they just take many different forms um but yeah that the problem is in that manipulation into the dogma into the rules into you have to do this and you have to do that and all the wars that it created and all the the violence and and the misunderstanding that it has created and the repression but um, on the flip side of that you know with like the rising of science and us wanting to rebel against Rebel, rebel, like to to fight against, to be rebellious, uh, against that energy. Then we went to the opposite side of like completely denying holiness and sacredness, and not remembering those ancient teachings that God, life force, energy source, love, the universe, however you want to call it, doesn't matter. But this thing that is beyond our comprehension, this. Ultimate intelligence that has no name, no form. We cannot really name it because it's beyond all of that. Is present in everything. It's present in the way we relate to money. It's present to our within our sexuality. It's present everywhere. And so, bringing a little bit more of that, and it it doesn't have to be any specific ways. Because if you think about sacredness and holiness, maybe you have a preconceived. um version of it in your head just find your own intimate way that's where you get really empowered is is that you don't listen to any gurus you don't listen to any books you don't listen to any religion you don't listen to any podcast to tell you how to live your life you're a sovereign being and we get to remember this shit we get to remember that no matter how bombarded we are with different spells you know, spells of different opinions coming from like all the people we follow on social media. We're constantly exposed on exposed. Um how do you say exposed at? Exposed from <laughs> um but we're being exposed to yeah, thank you. Um we're being exposed to um so many different opinions so many spells so many beliefs so many things from so many people on social media on tiktok on youtube on everywhere even if you don't you know it's on the tv it's on the books it's it's everywhere so at some point we have to protect ourselves and let go let burn everything that we think we know because most of what we think we know and is ours is actually not ours is conditioning it's coming from your parents from your lineage from the tv shows you watch on you on youtube netflix whatever it's it's conditioned by what you even the tv shows you were watching as a kid or what a teacher said at school or what a uh you know all of that is it's very hard to be immaculate to any suggestions so it's almost like we're living under hypnosis all the time. And we need to find our own voice in the middle of all this noise. But that's the beautiful part of the journey. I'm I'm saying that. I hope I didn't, you know, create this super bad vibe. Oh my God, we're trapped and doomed and like, oh my God, that's terrible. No, that's actually beautiful. And for me, that journey was about bringing the holiness and the sacredness that I know in my soul is present in everything. And you know, accessing deeper layers of pleasure and joy and reverence to that energy of creation and not using it just to create a baby, not using it just to please a partner or just to feel some pleasure in my clit, not using it as a way of seducing someone and getting attention when I'm feeling so unworthy of love, not, you know, not using it, but Living in reverence to it, so that can let this energy move and show me the way and teach me, be my greatest teacher. So that's also something I would invite you to explore, maybe within yourself. Um, something else is the power of your intention. So you can be practicing all of the tantric teachings to have a better sex life, if. You're still coming from the mindset of I'm just going to do that to feel more pleasure and that's it. That's good. That's a good reason enough. Can you push it further? Can you find a deeper meaning behind wanting to explore this sacred energy that lives within you? Again, the power of our intention. Why we do that? What we're looking for that? And the power of our desires. That's something that I talked a lot about. And that's something that maybe is meant for another podcast. But just letting ourselves feel that power of turn on. That power of desire in our life. And ha- using it as a guide. I think that's also how our sexuality can be a powerful thing to connect to in our lives. It—it it, Again, it's outside of the bedroom. is like, I let myself be turned on by my desires. I let myself sit in my desires so that they can show me the way. And they are the most amazing guiding system. guidance system. And I don't let myself be consumed by them. I don't let myself be fooled under the spell of scarcity of not having them yet. That's what I used to do for such a long time. We're seeing the desires as the goal. Like, oh, I want, a, I want a baby, I want a partner, I want a house, I want money, I want my business to be successful, thinking that once I reach those things, I will have access to something. I didn't really know what, so I did the work of like, okay, what is it that I want behind it, and even that deeper, 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 deeper layer of what I wanted behind it, like, oh, connection, intimacy, prosperity a feeling of relaxation, a feeling of fulfillment. When I got to the feeling of that, I was still like, this is not the end goal because I'm going to have the things that I want to have. And and the things I want to have are going to change. Like for a long time, I wanted some stuff and then you grow, you learn something, you don't want them anymore. You know, it's so funny. We think they're good. Those desires are going to liberate us from whatever pain or suffering we're in. And then we get trapped in them. And we're constantly acting out of scarcity of like, oh, I'm running, chasing this thing. And then it happens. You have all of your desires. What you once desired, you don't even remember you wanted them because you're already thinking about other desires when you get to the point where you got them. And you're still chasing after that same feeling and you're still not getting it. And I think it's very powerful to... Flip that around to learn how to be in the fire of our desires, to no longer be afraid of the flames. Because when we really sit in the fire of that burning desire, when you let yourself be so activated, so turned on, like I want it, you let yourself be ravished by the desire. That's what I want. And you allow yourself to dream even bigger. Bigger, 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 bigger. More pleasure, more pleasure, more pleasure. Um, That's a way to do sex magic, but you have to understand why you're doing that. If you're doing sex magic to manifest, you know, I've heard that so many times and now I get it. And I've practiced that myself. Out of scarcity. Like, oh, I want to manifest this because I don't have it and I'm going to use sex magic. I'm going to use my sexuality to manifest what I want. How limiting that is. When it's actually no, let's use that turn on to first know what you want, to let yourself be turned on, to have that clarity, and then to realize that the desire in the first place is just a GPS. It's not the destination. It doesn't fucking matter. Because whatever you're projecting is going to happen. If you want the money, the business, if you want the partner at some point in your life... You need to act from that, especially that's all that manifestation teaches you, right? Act, fake it until you make it, act as if. So, you know, you, you already have it, basically. Okay, great. So imagine you already have it. If you're you really pushing that manifestation teachings to the depth of it, you have the full certainty that it's inevitable. They're gonna come. But then it's how you live your life in the meantime, Is who you be while this thing is taking form in other realms before they get into the physical realm until you can experience it with your senses. And who you're going to be when you're going to experience that. Because digits on your bank accounts won't make you feel freedom, won't make you feel relaxed. They're not going to give you access to that. A, A partner isn't going to give you access to love and intimacy and connection. But that desire for intimacy, love and connection, that desire for money, prosperity, abundance, is your guidance system. Let it teach you. Be like, okay, I really want money. God, please help me to feel that desire even more. And you tap into that desire. And you feel it in your genitals. Whether you're a man or woman, you feel it. You feel turn on. You let yourself open and relax into the desire, into wanting it. Ooh, this act of seducing it. Seducing your desires, letting yourself be seduced by it. Start to interact with it. Start to make love with your desires. And when you sit into that fire for the desire to come true, whatever is the object of your desire, well, that fire is going to burn away everything that is standing in your way. Sometimes it's going to be real painful because some stuff in your life right now are not aligned. Otherwise, you will be experiencing what you ultimately want, right? But you are also exactly where you need to be. You are collecting data your con con collected information precious wisdom along the way it might not be perfect it might not be beautiful it might be messy it might be painful even but i'm sure that when you will come to your last days on your deathbed you wouldn't wish to change it for anything because that's you know exactly how you became the person that you became every single step of the way so instead of being so focused on that oh i need to learn how to manifest yes go in it explore it if that's what you want you know follow the desire because in in following the desire let's say i'm like following having my business successful I will be inspired to take action along the way and I'm going to learn exactly what I need to learn to grow this business and I'm going to meet exactly who I need to meet because of that and my life is going to unfold like this exactly as it should because I follow the desire. But the desire of having a successful business is not the end goal because then my business is then successful, then what? you know? So kind of reframing that too has been a massive life-changing thing for me and really what helped me to thrive to be more grounded, more happy, more present, more connected to myself, to the world, to God to everything and I know that not everyone can understand that and that's fine everyone has their own interpretations of life and that's fine. I'm okay with it. I'm not trying to be in control of that anymore. I mean, that's a learning process for me, for sure. Because that, that is not something that I was born with. Or at least I forgot about it during my life in this process of changing and evolving. So I know I went into this whole topic right now, but it's, it's just also to show you that sexuality doesn't have to be about the bedroom, You know, it doesn't have to be about your genitals. It doesn't have to be about this sexual pleasure. Sexuality is in everything. And I want you to explore that, to explore your intimate, personal relationship with sex, God, and love. And just find your own way. It doesn't matter if you look crazy, insane, stupid, um, too full of yourself too not enough or too much or it, it doesn't matter as long as you are happy where you are as long as you feel embodied as long as you feel liberated as long as you feel grounded in your own self in your true self as long as you're experiencing the unfolding of your own potential your full potential then then you're good you don't need anybody's approval if you get it good If you don't get it, good. And let me tell you something about approval that I've learned along my way of learning how to feel worthy and how to, you know, love myself basically and trust myself. People will approve of you and people will disapprove of you. Don't get attached to any of those because people who approved you yesterday might disapprove tomorrow. So your only job is to approve of yourself every single day. Because (laughs) that's the tricky thing too. It's not just about external people. Like you will approve of yourself and you will disapprove of yourself along your life. That's the magic of it. And there is a lot of self-compassion and self-love to bring to the table of embracing all aspects of you, embracing the times where you didn't know better. And now you feel like you know better. But in five years, 10 years from now, you will look at, the you of now and you'd be like oh my god maybe potentially rejecting it or embracing it that's your choice that's where you get again empowered the power is back into your own hands because you approve of yourself you trust yourself you've got your own back I'm not saying it's easy it sounds easy as I'm saying it it's been 27 years of exploration for me to get to that place, to be able to deliver that podcast today where I feel extremely grounded in my worthiness, in my self-trust, and my self-love. And I still feel contraction around this and I still feel limitation around this. I honestly feel like the biggest lie of humanity has been that relaxation, self-love, alignment is easy. Oh my God, it's so easy. Just relax. Just be yourself. Have you heard that? Just relax. Just be yourself. As if it's so easy, so natural. Well, it is for some people, but it isn't for a lot of people, let me tell you. So let's break, let's break this spell and cast a new spell of protection, love, and, and grounded confidence. And if you want to explore all of that deeper in a sacred, sacred, sacred container, you can visit my website. I have beautiful online programs that are like little temples. Um, I call it the the coaching temple um, for love, money, prosperity, abundance, love for yourself. Um, I have many, many more online programs that are going to come this year, next year, and all the years to come. I also have private coaching. I'm at full capacity right now, which is such a blessing. Um, But um, I will be um, unrolling soon more one-on-one clients. So if you want to be part of it, I invite you to send me an email directly so we can connect and see if we are right right fit for each other for the kind of medicine you need, want, desire, the kind of container you want to experience. Because my containers are very different. I believe, because I've never been coached by someone that coached like me. And I've had quite a few experiences with mentors and coach. um, Because we really get to play. And we get to play in many different realms. And I cannot tell you more. Because it's a bit of a secret work as well. It needs to be protected. Because it's very, very intentional. Very valuable. I mean, we're talking about the most precious thing we have. Which is ourselves we are born with this one self this one life this is the most precious thing yes you can invest a lot of money in a car in a house thinking that they're gonna give you a lot of things and please do so because like I'm in having a beautiful temple home how sexy don't you feel the turn on maybe that's not something you want or that's something you already have but Dream about a bigger temple or a more pleasurable temple or adornment for your home temple. Um what about a car? Maybe you dream of a car. That's fine too. That's so sexy. A car is so sexy. Like, can you hear that? Engine, ooh, vibrating on the earth, going fast. Ooh, so sexy, right? Um, like yourself desire whatever you want. Um, but that's not where you're gonna find yourself. That's not where you're going to grow. That's not your most precious thing. Your most valuable asset is yourself, is your soul, is your well-being, is your body. All of that is the most valuable thing. And it took me a while to understand this. And I think I would, you know, if if I got a crystal ball and I could guess into the future... I think probably I will be circulating around this and learning this lesson layers and layers and layers. And I'm going to finish on sharing with you. I had to go through all the places in myself to shed a light and to destroy all the places where I felt unworthy, where I felt pain and contraction. And I'm still on that process. Like, I'm still, you know, like healing growing evolving every single day i know that i will know better tomorrow hopefully or not and i know just better than yesterday but to feel in that place of grounded confidence worthiness and uncertainty about my own beliefs and also flexibility with my own beliefs that's really what i'm working on right now is today i'm sharing something with you tomorrow i might change my mind it doesn't fucking matter um but yeah to find that place of worthiness within myself i really had to you know all of my life was reflecting back at me those lack of worthiness in relationships that felt extremely contracting and toxic and they felt kind of, and that's the thing. It's like everything you see externally is actually happening within. So what I was experiencing in relationship is something quite nice. It looks nice, it feels nice for a while, but then it's a bit dysfunctional. And that's exactly what was happening internally, where you know I was a bit lying to myself about how good I was doing. So, self honesty is a big, big part of self trust. Actually, if you see everything through that kind of tantric lens where everything is a relationship, then it becomes extremely powerful because then you have an interaction with everything. You have an interaction, a relationship, then with yourself too. So, how sometimes it's easier for my mind to comprehend it in this way. How would I build trust with a partner, for example? Well, I really need, in order for me to trust someone, I need pure radical honesty. That is just my own personal thing. But trust, for me, is built on the foundation of honesty. Like, tell me the truth. If I know you're always telling me the truth and I can be transparent and you're telling the truth to yourself so you can share it and communicate it with me, then I know I can build trust with you. Safety, respect, um, commitment, devotion. Other ingredients are part of trust. But for me, the main ingredient, the main solid foundation is honesty. That's how I want to create a romantic container, for example. That's what I want at the base of my friendships. So I can turn it and flip it. Okay, if it's what I want out of a romantic relation, relationship, then I can have, what is my relationship to myself? Okay, I need the exact same things. I need to be fucking honest with myself. Because, you know, it, it's kind of that graduating, like, I wanted to self-love. Okay, but right now I don't really love myself. Where do I start? Okay, how do I... Feel like love is something that is commonly in society as associated with romance and partnerships so okay well, how can i be my own partner okay what do i need in a relationship okay i need trust what do i need for trust i need honesty what i need for honesty i need time with myself in silence to know what i actually need feel um want to be able to express like you cannot be honest if you don't know what to be honest about (laughs) like you cannot be true or real or share your truth if you don't know what your truth is that's not possible so knowing myself is important oh okay and then how do I learn about myself and then you apply that to your life gradually and knowing that there is no rush there is no rush that's also part of... I've been so passionate and fiery in this conversation today. um, And I want to bring a little more of that beautiful feminine um, sensual energy that I've been also really cultivating a lot lately. But again, that's also something very precious that I keep behind closed doors now. Um, I will always come and seduce you into inviting you into my world. But right now, my world is is very filled with um beautiful beautiful things and remember um y- you are responsible for creating the most delicious amazing feast of all time in your kitchen like you're responsible to bringing your own beautiful and creating and growing your food don't get fooled by someone offering breadcrumbs. you know that's kind of like taking care of your garden, taking care of your magical kitchen, if you have the reference of um Don Miguel Ruiz and the the mastery of love. That's what I'm referring to. But anyway, uh with that being said, I'm going to go on to my beautiful rituals, lean back into pleasure, into trust, into my personal relationship with God, with my body, with my sacred sexuality. And... I will connect with you whenever it feels right. Again, if you want to dive into this work, um, step into the temple and the vortex of my website and you will see a lot of what is available at the moment. If that is teasing you, sending you much, much, much love.
0: And this is the end of another incredible episode thank you for your presence. I would absolutely love and appreciate if you could support the podcast by writing us a review or sharing it with a friend. Also, let's connect on Instagram and don't forget to visit the website for more in-depth coaching. Have a beautiful rest of your day. I send you all of my love.